Well, good morning. Hello there. Maybe afternoon when you're listening to this. My name is Laura Camacho and I'm the Culture Fixer. And today I'm going to talk to you about the Corona Brain Reset. Because I even found myself last night and early this morning getting into this terrible, catastrophic mind spiral of uh, thinking how bad things are and and for me, and, I, and I've noticed this with my coaching clients because I'm doing a lot of coaching these days and I'm so happy to be doing this to add value to the world, to relieve suffering. It's the uncertainty because we're just so, we're so used to programming exactly how we want our coffee, the exact temperature, you know, the seat warmed or the seat cooled. And this is out of our control and it's driving us crazy. So we need a reset. We need to get control of our emotions to separate facts from feelings. And if you, yesterday or a couple days ago, I did another uh, webinar on the crisis, but that was before things had gotten as bad as they are right now. But you have to remember in, in watching the news that news The whole news industry is designed to incite fear, uncertainty. So whatever the news really is, they're going to spin it to be the worst because that's the way their business model operates. It's not because they're bad people, but more ratings is more money for their advertising dollars. And what gets people to watch the news is fear and uncertainty. And then, you know, there's a lot of unknowns about this virus still. So understand that that the anytime you spend watching the news, you have to do something to compensate yourself for that negative deluge because they are trained, they are professionals in presenting the worst case scenario. And this is not the first pandemic it's not the last. They usually last around three months, which is not great. I mean, I assume we can count March as month one, so we can be thinking about we're going to be through this by July. Again, we don't have any guarantees, but you know, this is a situation we are made for this. I mean, we all come from pioneer stock, from immigrant stock. We all have ancestors who slept on rocks my dad even did not have heating. And of course, he grew up in South Carolina, but it was, we still have cold in the winter. I mean, they had, uh, I, I didn't, he didn't have central heating. They had parts of the house heated. So he, he said, has mentioned that he really is glad to have heating. Um, but, you know, that's, that's part of human destiny is to, is to overcome obstacles. And I was reading someone who put this on LinkedIn I wish I could remember who, but it's like, we don't admire people who have not had difficulties in their life. And actually they're boring. When you meet somebody like from a well-to-do family and it seems like they have, you know, like their worst uh, scenario is having a bad hair day. I mean, we just find those people unappealing. 
it's not, this is not fun. It is painful, but we're going to get through this and I want us to come through it stronger and better. You know, I'm really obsessed with anti-fragility and I can tell you uh, one good thing that's come out of this for me. And it's not that I'm just, you know, happy camper singing all the time. I have struggled with this crisis too. I also feel the frustration of not knowing but I snagged an interview with one of the principals of Eat Big Fish. And probably most of you don't know Eat Big Fish, but it's a consultant brand consultancy in England, in London. They're also in New York and Los Angeles, and uh, they're all over the world now. But it's a very creative, very high-level branding and strategic agency that helps challenge your brands. And it's a it's really my aspirational peer you know like I want to be like them and I'm interviewing the principal next week for my book cultured and I'm trying to in one of the reasons I'm creating these extra podcast episodes is that I have work to do I have this book it's like 90% done I just need some interviews I need to complete some interviews about some interesting company cultures and it's really hard for me to focus. So if I'm having trouble focus, I imagine that you are too. But we really want us to focus on value creation and, and to remember and to separate our facts from these feelings, from these bad feelings. And to remember that, you know, life is like 50% amazing and 50% not much fun. So it's, you know, there's no utopia on this side of eternity. Uh, so how can we produce value? Value is created in the brain. Value is how you make your career. doesn't matter who you work for. If you're self-employed, you want to be creating value. Um, we are problem solvers like all of us are because we're, we no longer work you know, in factories. We're no longer plowing the fields. We are using our brains to solve problems. And that is the asset that we have it's our most important asset is our brain and we have to be taking care of it right now because it's under assault and all of us are creating value in our own way so nobody else has this you know introvert snarky culture communication spin on things the way I do and you have your own spin on whether whether you're a vice president of marketing or CFO or senior IT person, you have your own way of adding value. I was uh, talking to a client who is actually a senior director of IT with Marriott this week, and you know his his business, as you can imagine, in the hospitality industry is just in it's just in terrible, terrible situation right now. But this particular person has a real gift for explaining the work that his teams do because it's you know the the high level very technical job of fixing problems with technology when it doesn't work and he's but he's so gifted at coming up with analogies to explain to non-technical people uh his what the, his teams are doing so he has a way he has a gift he adds value to his organization in the way he describes his work to non-technical people. That's just one example, another example. So you have your way of adding value 
And that's what you need to be thinking about. How can I take these changed circumstances and add, and add value? And maybe it's not even for your employer. Maybe it's for your family. Maybe it's for yourself. But if you're stressed out, if you're focused on the bad news, um, you're not going to be able to add value. If you're not sure how you can add value, go ask people. Go ask the people you work with. Is there anything I can do to help you? You might get an answer there. But just, you know, maybe write, maybe have a brainstorm session with yourself or with your team. How can I add value right now? How, what can I create? What can I contribute and focus on contributing, focus on creating, and not consuming media. I know I'm sounding like a broken record for those of you old enough to know what that is, but the news is not going to help you produce value for sure. Uh, I want to just remind you of a few things that we are wired for survival. We have our innate negativity bias that keeps us on the short-term focus, that keeps us looking for problems and and in creating scenario, you know, like worst case scenarios, it takes the executive brain, our logical brain function to surpass that, to get out of the panic. So I want you to think about July, 2020, that's in four months. Like, where do you want to be? What do you want to look back on and be able to tell your kids or to tell your peers or your parents, you know, July, 2020, we don't know. I mean, we don't even know if the school year will have ended or, or probably it will and probably we'll be heading into a new school year. Uh, the way we educate our children may change. We may actually end up doing more education online. I mean, there there is potential for structural changes in our society and we don't know what those are yet. And some of them we'll like and some of them we won't like. Uh, but where, where do you want to be in four months? Like I, we, Ruben and I, fortunately, we are taking a vacation to Santa Barbara, California in August and we've already paid for it. So I'm glad. Otherwise, I, I don't think I would have the courage to put that money into a vacation right now. How can you become more of who you are right now? What can, what, you know, what is it that you can do and if you don't know, try things. That's one thing, one thought. I'm just, I'm planting seeds in your brain right now. I'm not giving you solutions. I'm just planting seeds to encourage you to think differently about your situation. Let's stop arguing with reality. I've been so angry at the Chinese. I've been angry at the government. I've been angry at the hyster hysterical people. <laughs> I mean, that's reality and my getting angry about it does not help anybody. I am learning to accept reality, not to fight with it, just to take it because that's life, right? Um, we are going to be creating a new normal. Like I remember sometimes when I'm in line for the uh, security checks at the airport, I mean, I'm old enough to remember that we used to not have that before 9-11. And that's something that I don't particularly enjoy, but other things have changed. You know, we have technology changes since 9-11 that actually are positive. And I know that the uh, financial crisis of 2008, 2009 have made me a much more financially savvy person. Um, if you or someone on your team is actually concerned about dying from the coronavirus, let's do a little reality check. 
dying is always on the table. I mean, we're not, none of us are getting out of this alive. In fact, you know, I could go on a walk, be hit by a truck today and not be here tomorrow. That could happen to me. That could happen to you. My mom is 81 years old. We had dinner with her last night. I can tell she's a little bit concerned about the coronavirus as a lot of elderly people are. But I mean, when you're 81, your chances of dying are greater than if you're 11. And if you're 51, your chances are greater, especially if you're a man, than if you're 31. I mean, dying is part of life. 150,000 people die every single day. So dying is part of reality, but thinking about it, focusing about it does not help anyone. If you want to take action, if you want to do something about it, you can make sure you have a life insurance policy. You can take care of your funeral arrangements right now. You know, if you really feel led to take that kind of action, otherwise think about something else because we're all going to die. Uh, money, the stock market. I mean, I've just stopped looking at it. I, um, I did when, when the market started down, I bought some stock and it just continued down, 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 down. I stopped looking at it because I don't have any money to buy. I know it's going to come out, come back. At least that's what I think. I mean, it could, the world could end and then it won't matter anyway. Right. But, uh, you don't lose money in a down market unless you sell. So money is still out there. There are lots of people with lots of money right now. And those of us, I mean, I've had every single one of my workshops, except for a webinar yesterday, uh, postponed. I mean, that's income that is postponed for me. Do I enjoy that? No. Is it fun? No. But I know that I'm going to come out of this. I'm expecting a fall absolutely chock-a-block full of workshops and speaking engagements because of the foundation that I have built. And so I am preparing for that now. I'm preparing for that business boost in the fall. And I'm preparing to get my book done as soon as I finish this podcast, right? All right. So money is out there. It's not disappeared. Just don't sell your stocks unless you absolutely have to because it's going to come back. And finally, um, what's important to you? If you're feeling really stressed out about your job, maybe there's something to that. Maybe this is not the right job for you. Um, maybe it's not the right position for you. Maybe it's not the right company. Think about it. Maybe you could spend some time thinking about where do you want to be in July? Where do you want to be in December? Like at Christmas next year or this year, what do you want to be talking about in your, as far as when you review this year and this crazy virus mess, what do you want to come out of it with in your hands? Or what do you want to be able to tell others about your experience? How can you add value? How can you change the way you work? How can you change the way you have meetings? How can you change the way you create whatever it is you create at work? I don't know what the answer is, but I do know that we can't, we have these amazing brains. You have that asset, but you cannot access the power of your brain. If you are in crisis mode, if you are thinking about how terrible things are. So I want to leave you with just a couple of thoughts and one suggestion that I just did. It was a very good exper experiment. 
relax. This is something that you are made for. This is a situation that is going to bring out good things in you. It's going to make you stronger. People are looking for to you, your kids, if you have any younger people, the, pe you're the people that report to you, they are looking to you. You want to be the voice of reason, the calm force in the environment. We are all going to grow as a result of this. Finally, here's one experiment I just did, and I got this from uh, Master Coach Brooke Castillo. I have used a lot of coaches, and I believe in coaching, and I uh, incorporate that into my training all the time. Uh, coaching is really training, brain training, if, if you want to get down to it. But send a text to five friends and say, tell me in one sentence something awesome, or tell me something awesome in one sentence. And I did that, and this is this is what I got. I got someone saying, um, my community is coming together to check on each other. Beautiful. Uh, one person said, happy fr uh, Friday. The weekend is one day closer. Another person said, I'm healthy. It's a beautiful day. Another person said, it's a... Uh, he ha he created a radio show with his kids, and this was it was it's day three of his radio show. So people are doing things. You be one of them. If I can help you, if you want to talk, if you want to put on a webinar for your team, let me know. I'm here for you. Let's reset our brains from Corona. Thank you. Bye bye.